Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, distribute it everywhere, and even earn money. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel so supported in the creation and distribution of my show. Spotify for Podcasters hosts masterclasses, office hours, and more to help creators develop and fine-tune their skills. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Establishing healthy relationships is super important because for the first time, your 20s are an opportunity for you to pick your own friends. Up until your 20s, your friends have kind of been chosen for you. For the first time in your 20s, you have complete freedom to choose who you want to spend your time with outside of you know your work and so I think that that it's a really cool opportunity to learn how to develop healthy relationships and spend time with people who are better than you in every aspect and can call you higher and challenge you and just help you to be a better person. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to or back to the show. Thank you so much for clicking on this episode. My name is Lily. I'm your host. And I'm here with a special guest. Hello, everybody. This is Lexi. Hi, Lex. How Hi. are you? I'm good. Good. My lips are chapped. My lips are so chapped. Hold on. Should I get some Glossier? Yes, please. Okay. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Mm. We went to the Glossier in Boston this weekend when we were up there. That's not the reason we went, but we were in Glossier Boston. Glossier makes me feel like a fabulous scientist. <laughs> and if you've ever been in, in a Glossier, like you know how it feels. <laughs> They're wearing those like lab, not lab coats. They're the wearing la- like, like the jumpsuits. Yeah. They're like in between like lab wear and like painter wear. You know what I mean? Yes. Kind of like not, uh, it's like a pink jumpsuit, like mm-hmm. jean. Do they wear like an apron? No. It seems that way. I don't know. Whatever. But it just makes me feel like a, a glammy. <laughs> are we, are, are they looped in on the glammy joke? Do I don't think? know. But I feel like, I feel like the more that I, tell different people about how funny glammy is the less that they appreciate it like i feel like they don't think glammy is funny and i'm like glammy's the best oh i think that glammy's funny i think that you could go ahead and loop people in on glammy if you wanted to okay short version is glammy will be my grandmother name i'm sure you're listening thinking about your grandmother <laughs> and um you know she probably has a two-syllable name like ye or yaya or mima or i mean even the the male version pop pop and mum and 
Um, this stemmed from <laughs> this stemmed from growing up on the Eastern Shore. Everyone had weird names for weird their grandparents. Grandparent names like Leela and Lola and like and Lolly, Lolly. Um, Lolly and Pop is the new one. And and not to offend anybody's grandparents. No, I mean I think it's fine. Like I think it's everybody's like you can call your grandparents whatever you want, but I want to be called Glammy. And what I'm does d- Glammy stand for? Glamorous Grammy. Right on. And she is, and I'm her, and I just want to claim this now so that I can be the first Glammy. And if you have a Glammy, DM us. Yeah, please. Like, I, <laughs> no one's out of the poll I've taken so far, and it's been more people than it probably should be. No one has said, oh, yeah, my grandma's name is Glammy. Like, it's me. I think I created it. I don't know, but um, Glammy bakes cookies. Glam- Glammy. <laughs> I don't know. It really, it stemmed from a conversation that Lily and I had in the car one day. And then we went to a music festival and I was running through the crowd yelling, (laughs) Glammy's got a twinkle. And then something about it came up in Pensacola. And that's when the real poll started about the grandparent names. And then from there, Glammy's been on the up and up. And I don't think she'll ever have her downfall. Nope, Glammy is uh, Glammy's here to stay, and uh, Glammy's been wrapping Christmas gifts all day. Glammy, Glammy was power cleaning the house earlier. Uh, oh uh, yeah, last week, <laughs> Glammy made like eight <laughs> batches of cookies. She power cleaned this morning. She's been wrapping Christmas gifts. She's been shopping the past three days. Like Christmas <laughs> is Glammy's season. Right now we're in the eighty portion of eighty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, oh is- yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, Vector. Last year, my slogan was, oh yeah, Vector. (laughs) I don't even know what the topic is. So the topic, this is actually perfect to to kick off today's episode with Glammy because Glammy is you in the future. She's in the 80 and we're about to talk about the 20. (laughs) And we're about to talk about being in your 20s. So how perfect is it that Glammy's here with us today? Yes, she's awesome. Glammy's always around. Um, but we also have Lexi with us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Lex and I are both in our early 20s. And I feel like... I've lived a million years. <laughs> yeah, no, true. I feel like even just within the pa- in this past year, we've lived a lot of lives. Yeah. But I feel like that's kind of true with every year of your 20s. Like when I look back to... I'm closer to my 24th birthday than I am to my 23rd birthday. And I think the further I get into my 20s, the more, obviously, the more I learn, the more experience. And I feel like if I were to listen back to this episode, like this time next year, I'll have a different perspective. And I feel like you probably would too, you know? Absolutely. Just because of how much growing and changing you do every single year. Yeah. Well, and it's even like, I guess it's just like every year you look back at like the year before or two years before and you're like, wow, so much has changed. 100%. Or like, what was I thinking? (laughs) It's more that yeah. it's more what was I thinking than well and also like look how much has changed but I think a big portion of that is because and research shows this like your 20 in your 20s your personality changes more than any other portion of your life and so I think a lot of the feeling of this life is changing so much so fast is it always going to be like this oh, I'm doing something completely different this year than I was last year. And my friend group is completely different. And I just don't know like how to feel about life. I feel like those feelings are so common just because of 
like the stage of life that we're in, you know? Yeah. Well, and not only is like every person in your life doing something completely different, it's like, it seems like each month something new happens. So you have to like, kind of like pivot to whatever that new thing is. Elaborate on that. Oh, I don't know. I mean, just things change so quickly. And I think, yeah, that's true in your life. But like in your twenties, you realize that wow, life goes by really quick. But in your 20s, like it's the first time it's all happening. So it seems like it's like it's so foreign. And it's the first time you're doing things on your own. Like your parents have like fully like kicked you out the nest, you know? Real quick, I want to recap our Boston trip because I think that trip kind of just inspired today's episode. I've been wanting to to do an episode for a bit just about like what's the point of your 20s and kind of make it more of like a this is where I am now so this is what I think the point is and my point could be different than your point and that's just kind of like where we are in the timeline and I feel like this weekend kind of inspired this episode so I want to real quick recap that if you guys saw my Instagram we were in Boston we went to the army navy game go navy beat army um unfortunately we did not unfortunately we did not um but nonetheless we still had a great time and we just really just like tore it up we did we We ran that city (laughs) we ran that city so much happened and like I was looking back through pictures I was like oh my gosh I already forgot about that and it was like three days ago I feel like because so many friends were in one place oh my gosh it it was was just like a vacation with all of our friends it really was it was tons of fun. Yeah. And there were so many people there that we didn't even get to see everybody because there was they were seeing their friends and like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was just like, well, my friends just got here, so I can't branch off. It's like, there's just, there was a lot going on, but it was awesome. It kind of to me felt like, I mean, I know that you didn't go to regular college, but when I went to Chicago on a fraternity formal mm-hmm. in college one time, it kind of felt like that to me to some degree. Yeah. Like, all your friends are in one city. They're all down to have a good time. And there's just so- Yeah, because you're like in a new place. Yeah, you're, you're in a new place. A like, trip. You're excited to explore. And so we rented an Airbnb with six other people. Was there, or yeah, yeah, it was- Four other people. There were six of us in total. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And everyone just kind of did like their own thing the first day. Um, we all met up for dinner. We went to a yummy restaurant called Shybird. Um, and then we Which, went- Which by the way, has two locations. <laughs> Well, our, we, our group was really big, so we had to split up into more than one Uber. And the group I was with, like, we just showed up and we walked in because we thought we were meeting that, like, our Uber left later. So we were like, okay, like, where's the rest of the group? We're wandering around this restaurant. Everyone's like, what are these people doing? Like, we walked in, didn't speak to anybody. And we're just wandering around. And then somebody checked their phone. I was like, wait, the girls are at the other restaurant. And we were like, no way that there's two locations. And then we had to get in another 20 minute uber was so funny but but by the time you guys got there we had just actually gotten our big table yeah it like really they had put us at a fine. at like a bar high top for a while while the other table was kind of waiting so it worked out totally fine but after dinner we went oh we were having so much fun at dinner oh my gosh the, we weren't even like drunk we were just, we're having, just having so much fun time. and the waiters like there was like three people that continuously came up to us i don't know what that was about i think they were just like rotating yeah like, yeah but they were like, okay, we're going to bring more water to the table. And we're like, no, like we're not drunk. We're just having a good <laughs> like, I'll time. drink more water. Yeah. And then they're like, are you guys celebrating something? And we're like, friendship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it was, it was so fun. fun. 
And then a bunch of our other friends were out downtown, kind of like at the strip of like older bars in Boston. So like uh, Bell in Hand, White Bull Tavern, a couple other ones. And so we hit a couple of those and just really like danced the night away. It was so fun. Well, and the bar was crazy too because all of a sudden it felt like we were like back in Annapolis. We really did. I'm like, are we at O'Brien's right now? Everybody there was from Annapolis. Yeah, it was so fun. Like every time you turn, there was a new friend and we're like, oh my gosh, hey. It was kind of like a little reunion. It was. Um, And then Saturday, we hopped in an Uber down to Gillette and we went to the Travis Manning Foundation tailgate to start the day off, which was super fun. They did an awesome job at that tailgate. Yeah, it was fun. It was like a carnival. Like I knew it was gonna be big, but I didn't realize it was gonna be that big with that many different like iconic vendors and everything. So I'm really glad we got tickets to that because at that point we didn't have tickets to the game. We were just going to the big tailgate and we were gonna enjoy it and then figure out and like see where the day takes us. So it was really cool. Yeah, I think maybe what inspired me most to do this episode is that I guess you're 20s, but you could do this no matter what age you are. But I feel like Boston was just one big, like, let's just go and see what happens. We didn't have game tickets and we bought tickets to the Travis Manning tailgate. uh, Thursday before the game. Yeah. So this was like two days before kind of plan. So it was really just all spontaneous. And I feel like when things are spontaneous, that's when the best memories are made. We met Jocko and then we met Dave and um, who else did we meet? Just a lot of cool people. Yeah. Yeah, it was just super fun. Um, The Army-Navy game in and of itself is truly one of my favorite sporting events because of just the spirit that's there. And I've never been, I mean, obviously like Gillette can hold like 60,000 plus people. And then there's people that are there who are just they're like in the vicinity and so say it's like a hundred thousand people that are truly there like for america's game and it's just like i don't know i just the energy's just so different so so different i get chills like literally standing there like hearing the national anthem like you just get chills yeah And, and and just like the patriotism everywhere it was just really cool and we've been before, but like just different when you're older and you can actually really, really appreciate it and experience it to the fullest, which we absolutely did. We absolutely did. And like literally less than an hour before kickoff, we weaseled our way to get tickets and it was just really, really cool. Tickets that ended up being on the 50 yard line in the second row. Yeah. They used to be CBS <laughs> and CBS didn't show up. So we were able to get them from so we got these. It was tickets. crazy. It was insane. So wild. And just kind of a good reminder of how like you never know what can happen and you just have to like go into every situation of like, all right, well, I'm, you know, open to anything. I'm down for yep. anything. And I think a big part of your twenties to kind of like round this back to the topic at hand, a big part of your twenties is just saying yes to a lot of things and making as many friends as you possibly can. Yeah. Well, it's funny too, because like I had friends say to me, in recent weeks like oh I just feel like you're friends with everybody or you have so many friends or you you I had one friend text me and say I feel like you only hang out with hot people (laughs) and I'm like no I literally just like make conversation with random people or I make connections and then not that I force them to be my friend but I really try hard to be the connection maker so that this whatever this is can build whether that's like um, 
like a connection as far as work goes or a connection for friendship or you know maybe even like a little romantic relationship I don't know but things just work out because you know you just go into it saying like okay cool I'm like good for whatever comes my way and I'm up for anything and yes to everything like it pains me to say no to plans but sometimes I just have to pick and choose and like see like what's a priority and what's not but for the most part I try really hard to just put everything on my plate so that I don't miss out and that I just have more experiences. How do you manage not missing out with also like filling your own cup and like taking a rest? Well I know like my own signs so if I'm really feeling physically you're very in tune yeah and if I'm feeling physically fatigued and I realize like okay well I could go to this and try to have fun like almost force myself to have fun or I could stay home and be super content watching a movie or you know going for a little bit and then coming home so you know I don't like hurt their feelings because I did show up eventually but Um, only going for a limited time like I don't know you just like have to pick and choose and be okay with not always having like a crazy like night out on the town what do you think is your best and biggest friendship initiating tip the best way to be interesting is to be interested Ooh, and one I think that like if you show that you actually are willing to make an effort, the effort will just go full circle. Like it's just a chain reaction. You know, I feel like we've talked about this before, like not necessarily swallowing your pride, but not being stubborn about communication and allowing yourself to be probably the one who reaches out the most. And then eventually people are going to be like, oh my gosh, wait, yeah, they are on my radar for like, you know, invitations or, um, grabbing coffee or, you know, whatever. I also think just right off the bat, when you meet somebody, like I can recall multiple times, I guess like most of my friends that I have right now are friends I met through other friends, which is super cool. Um, it's also cool when you think about like a friendship being super strong and you realize like, oh my gosh, well, if I never met that other person, then I wouldn't have met them. Like I think about Hannah and Sasha all the time with that. Anyway, I think just being super, super outspoken and in a good way, not like a, like a rude outspoken way, but I think being like, oh my gosh, you know, I know this person that you know, and you know, we'll talk about them for a little bit, but then tell me about yourself. Because if you find common ground, then any conversation is easy. Like Hannah and I talked about how we tore our labrums and our hips. How did you guys even get like, like taking me back to that conversation? Like, how do you? I have no idea. How'd you get there in your conversation? I have no idea. You guys maybe talk for five minutes and then you're like, Lily, Lily, Hannah got hip surgery too. And I'm like, how'd you guys get to personal injuries? See, I have no idea. But that was only in like March and she got her surgery in like December or January. I can't remember. So it wasn't too far after. So I can't remember how we got on that topic, but it's just like little connections like that. Um, What do you think is the easiest connector between two people what do you mean like what do you find is the easiest topic to say oh me too like if you were to just I don't know I think it's situational okay I think for me a lot of times is yoga people either do yoga a lot or they want to try it that is so true 
So it's it's either one or the other. And that's a good in for you because then your immediate is, oh, come to yoga class. And then we're hanging out. Yeah. And then yoga turns into grabbing a cup of coffee. Exactly. And then that turns into, okay, let's grab dinner. Or, you know, do you want to try this new place with me? Yep. Yeah. Or I'm like, hey, bring your friends, bring as many friends as you want to yoga, you know? Um, and I think that, I don't know. I've, I know that people are gonna be like, oh, well, I'm just not a very good like conversationalist or I'm not like super outgoing like that. Like I could never just talk to anybody, but truly if the person is supposed to be in your life as a friend, the conversation will just happen. I also think too, like you kind of have to train yourself to talk to people. Yeah. I don't think that I really learned how to, I mean, I could always like carry on a conversation, but I think I've really like fine tuned those skills recently. Yeah, that's true. I I think that you kind of have to like, have some questions tucked in your back pocket that you can ask someone and you can't or like ask anybody kind of thing yeah yeah Yeah. and you got to be confident in your I guess in in your responses and then also developing a rhythm of naturally responding to that person's question and then following up with another question I was gonna say you can't just have it or like closed-ended it has to be open-ended 100% and you can't respond with a a com- like a competitive you can't have a competitive response yeah it has to be complimentary is that is that a right word yeah no it i has agree to compliment what that person it said can't and be like, mm, like oh, oh you had a hard day mine was harder you know yeah well and and i guess going back to the thing that i said about if you want to be interesting you have to be interested be like oh well tell me about it if if you're okay about talking like about it that was very stuttery of me but that's always a good one. But if it, you're okay talking about it, like I'd love to hear about it. Yeah. Whether it's negative or positive, just like, let me know. I think that if you're okay talking about it is always a good line because that person's like, you know what? I think I am okay to talk about yeah. it. Or if you're not, then that's okay too. Yeah. But most of the time, I think when you open the floor for someone to talk about things, they're like, you know what? I think I'm going to. Yeah. Well, and I think that question um if you're open to talking about it or or if it's okay if I ask or something, that is showing that you are respecting them and their boundaries or their potential boundaries. And then also kind of like lets them know that you're like a safe person to talk to. I think you're totally right. And I think that leading with vulnerability on your end helps the other person to also be vulnerable. Yeah, I agree. So while you were wrapping some gifts, we're hosting a little secret Santa tonight with our friends. Yes. And Lex was wrapping some gifts. Glammy was wrapping some Glammy. gifts. Glammy was getting gifty. And I asked you, what are three bullet points that you can tell me that you think right now as this 2023 December version of Lexi that you think the point of your 20s are? You told me three things. You I to- remember they were all else. I don't even remember the order. Yeah, okay. You told me the point of your 20s is to live, learn, and love. It is. So can you elaborate on those three points? This is like Glammy's wisdom. Glammy's words of wisdom. Um, Okay, well, we'll go one at a time. To live. So have fun. Try everything. Um, Whether that means trying a new food or trying a new hobby or I don't know, just live your life. Do what feels right in that moment with reason. Um, don't go rob a bank. <laughs> um, but live your life. If you want to try something, try it. If you don't feel like doing it, maybe just like put a pin in it. But I think that 
if you just go for it, I mean, I live with a mentality like what's the worst that can happen and then learn through living. You learn (laughs) Um, the more you live, the more you learn. (laughs) I think that I mean, I mean, I'm only in my early 20s, but I've learned a lot here. And um, I think that that's truly because I live. <laughs> this is an Aspen tree. <laughs> it's an Aspen tree because of the way it is. <laughs> no, the more you open yourself up to, you're going to learn a lot of lessons. And that's cool. Like, what this you, is the time to do it. What do you think is the biggest learning moment that you've had because of living? <laughs> No, I feel like I'm just going in circles with the same amount of words. I don't know. I couldn't, I couldn't highlight one lesson I've learned. What's the biggest lesson that came out of this year? Trust the process, trust God's plan and know that it's all going to be okay. It all work out. It always does. It always does. Okay. And the final bullet point is love, love with your whole heart. (laughs) Wear your heart on your freaking sleeve. Because if you do that, you're going to live and you're going to learn. <laughs> no, I'm seriously though. Seriously though. I, I don't think that there's anything wasted when you are just fully yourself and you give, not like give, 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 but truly, I mean, like you gotta be vulnerable. You gotta, um, tell people you love them, whether that's friendship or romantic I mean I I never let my friends leave or say goodbye on the phone without like if I'm there with them giving a hug or being like I love you so much after two hangouts we're in I love you territory yeah and that's like we, why I, we are. I that's why I think too quickly about romantic relationships <laughs> no but I seriously do think that like the more love you give the more love you're going to receive there's no such thing as wasted love hundred percent. If you love someone, you should tell them. And, you know, we think about saying like, oh, I love you. Is Not like even in big, like a romantic way. No, though. just in like, a like, I love my friends kind of way. Or, and like or, when we hang up the phone, I'm going to say, okay, love you. Bye. All right. Do you want to hear my three points? Yeah, I'd love to. Okay. So to point number one, I think that your twenties, the point of your twenties is to learn how to love yourself. Yeah. And we just talked about love on a broad scale, but I think specifically learning how to love yourself is something that has to happen in your twenties because there's so many things that happen here. And I don't think that, I mean, I'm not 30, 40, 50 plus, but I think that when you get to be those ages, you have additional responsibilities that require you to fully have accepted yourself in order to be like a fully functioning adult. And I, in my twenties, I think I am a fully functioning adult, but I also know that I've got a lot to learn. Hence your point of learning. (laughs) And she's a lot to live. (laughs) I've got a lot of living to do. But I think that you have to fully learn how to accept yourself in order to be successful later on. Because if you don't, it's kind of like, okay, I got to deal with this shit now or I got to deal with this shit later. You know? Yeah, well, I don't think that you can fully accept anybody else until you fully accepted yourself. I don't know. I think that, no, like, I think that there's always going to be a little competition if you don't accept yourself first. Ooh, that's a hot take. Which we can talk about at a different time. 
And I also think too, going back to that point of the fact that your personality changes more in your twenties, um, you got to get to know like this version of you as you are now and accept this version of you. And then you can continue to grow into next versions of yourself well, and, and know when- how to accept those easier than, you know, still being stuck in in the mindset of like oh these are all the things i need to fix you know right well and like when you accept yourself and you understand all the different like changes you're gonna go through it's so much easier to a go through but also put yourself in other people's shoes because if they're like a teeny tiny bit behind in those changes then you're like okay well i've been there too like i fully understand that 100 percent. but you can't you can't understand that until you just like do the work within yourself yeah and that, that's actually a really good point. That brings me into my next point, um, which is developing an intense self-awareness. Oh, yeah. This is something that I've really, really, really honed in on a lot within the past, I think, like six months. And I've, I've been at the hesitancy because I am self-aware or I'm trying to be self-aware. I don't want to sound conceited or like, better than like holier than thou you know kind of thing because I think I do have a very good sense of self-awareness but I also think that that just comes with spending a ton of time with myself and getting to know myself and also spending a ton of time reading my bible and getting to know the lord and like literally asking for self-awareness like praying help me to be more self-aware I like things have been unveiled to me that I've never even realized before and that just is like increasing my self-awareness you know oh yeah absolutely when you do the work in yourself you just find clarity in other areas 100% and I think that that's like why I'm kind of big into like personality types and stuff because I I try at least really hard to understand other people and their perspective and you know try to you know walk a mile in their shoes kind of thing before I pass judgment Um, and I also think that that is good that is a good segue into my next point of that your 20s is for developing healthy relationships and learning how to properly deal with people. Absolutely. That's a crazy life skill that I think, I mean, that's going to be an ongoing process for sure. But I think that if you are really, really intentional with the relationships and friendships that you have in your 20s, it can set you up for success in the rest of your life. I really try hard to surround myself with people who are better than me in every area. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that I have a single friend that I think I'm better than. Yeah. I would, I was just about to say, I don't think there's a single friend I can name that. I think that I'm like so much better than them. (laughs) Like no, it's just, it's just not how it is. No, like every single friend that I have, I, and I've invited friends on this podcast. I think like most of them. And I think actually Holly and I are going to record tomorrow, but everyone who is in, my life that I have like a, a really cool person. With. Yeah. I just, we have really cool people in we our have lives. Such cool it's friends. very special. Like I'm going to real quick hype up all of our friends. Like they are incredible. And I, I try so hard to learn from them every time that we spend time with them. And, um, you and I have for the first time, I think every friend is shared. <laughs> it's so and, funny. And it's so, but it's so cool. Yeah. And it's special for sure. And we talk a lot about how, you know, my friendships with these friends are different than your friendships with these friends. And a lot of them are older than you to some degree. And I think that that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. 
it's almost like we have all these like older brothers and sisters that we yeah, never I was gonna even say, for. I feel like it's all a family and there's so much crossover too, which I think is really cool. Cause you're like, Oh my gosh, you're friends too. <laughs> and it's just so cool to, to, to like love on them and learn mm-hmm. from them. And there's a quote from one of the either producers or writers of friends. And it was from the friends reunion, but it said, uh, the twenties are the time in your life where your friends become your family. It's and, so true. And it is so true. And it's not even a specific friend group. Like I think when people think of their friends, they think of like a small, almost like click like type thing because that's what people are used to in grade school and college. But truly just like having a vast community is just incredible. A hundred percent. And I think establishing healthy relationships is super important because for the first time, your 20s are an opportunity for you to pick your own friends up until your 20s, your friends have kind of been chosen for you, whether it was your sorority in college or the sports team that you played on in high school or the club that you were in or the family friends that, you know, your your mom and dad hung out with. And for the first time in your 20s, you have complete freedom to choose who you want to spend your time with outside of, you know, your work. Yeah, absolutely. And so I think that that it's a really cool opportunity to to learn how to develop healthy relationships and spend time with people who are better than you in every aspect and can call you higher and challenge you and just help you to be a better person. And I also think you really are a product of the five people that you spend the most time around. <laughs> That's why we're so similar. <laughs> That's why when when we're not together, people are like What's Where's wrong? the other one? <laughs> Where's the other one? No, I mean, you really just took the words right out of my mouth. Like I, I feel very, very blessed with the people in our lives and the things we're able to do and, you know, sharing experiences with just really cool people is, is very nice and special. So, um, and then my last point, we'll wrap it up here pretty soon, but I think taking care of your body and learning how to is super important in yeah. your 20s. Learning about it is very, very important. I want to be the grandma that's in the back of the yoga class doing headstands. No, literally. And I, I firmly believe that that starts now. Absolutely. I mean, everything's a domino effect. It always has been, but like uh, I could go on and on about that. Maybe that'll be our next one. Yeah. That would be interesting. Oh, quick flex. I PR'd my deadlift today. Hell yeah. I did a 175. Insane. I can't wait for Kendra to send (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait for Kendra to send me the video. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. But like, I want to be able to, to deadlift 175 as a, as a grandmother. As a, as my glammy. As a glammy. And Lily's Tate, by the way, we didn't feature your name. Yeah. Tate is. Like Latte. Yeah. But we looked it up because we went to Tate in Boston and Tate was named after. Tate's Hebrew for grandmother. Yeah. And the and bakery was started by a girl who her and her, her, and her, her mom, her mom or, her, or her, her grandma. Yeah. And I read the story. I can't remember, but super yeah cool. and tate rhymes with latte and lily likes coffee so so there we tate have it. and glammy <laughs> so there's a little wisdom from our 20 year old selves or maybe our 80 year old selves yeah i'm not sure which one i'm in yeah. i kind of love glammy though so i love glammy too i can't wait to officially be her yeah and she's I, so fire she's two generations away shut up (laughs) all right you guys that is it for today's episode thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed it please be sure to subscribe to the show give it a rating give it a review that just helps more people find and listen to the show don't forget to enter our holiday giveaway all the instructions on how to do so will be in the show notes for you guys i love you so much if you want to see more from me follow me on instagram if you want to see more from lex you can follow her on instagram go ahead and shout yourself out oh thank you 
Thanks, Lil. Um, my Instagram is soulfullex. S O U L F U L E X. Soulfullex. It'll be linked in the show notes. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for listening to me talk for. Thirty minutes ish. Um, cheers. Have a great day. Love you guys. We'll talk soon. Bye.